0: Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for time in your presence. We thank you for your word, that your word is a lamp unto our feet. And Father, as we read your word, we ask, Father, for you to speak to us, give us words of encouragement. We speak the strength of Yehovah over our lives. And we just worship you. We thank you for what uh, you have set in place so that we can be restored and be equipped in your presence to be effective in everything that you have called us to do. So we just take time right now to lift up your name and to rejoice in who you are. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So one of the things I just wanted to uh, share is just a couple of brief things on the importance of the Sabbath, is to take time out to rest, to come into his presence to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. I love the Sabbath rest. I love uh, to be able to come aside um, and spend time in the Word and really delve in because it's an appointed time with him and it is also a time where we're meant to come together as well and share the Word. And I like to do that towards the end or at the end of Shabbat because... It gives us that time to really press in in the day. Many times when we get into our Sabbath or in the Saturday mornings, if we're if it's all about fellowship and being with other people at the beginning, we you know unless you're up at four o'clock in the morning getting prepped for the day, then it's it's nice to meet later in the day so we have time to really wake up and spend time in his presence and even in the evenings as well just to get into the scriptures. But right now we're all, or the majority of us, are in isolation. (laughs) We can't go out. Uh, We're staying at home and um, we want to take time really to pray for those who are under attack over this virus. And Father, we want to come against this coronavirus right now. We break it in Yeshua's name. We ask Father for freedom in the spirits that we can, uh, that, that that we can be immune to this, because You are our Passover Lamb. We have the examples of the Scripture that you are calling us out of Egypt. You're calling us out of the systems and the ways of the world. And the promise that you give us is that when plagues and when these things come, uh, deadly pestilences and things come, that you will protect us. You will make a way so that we are not going through the same things as other people are going through. And Father, what we ask is we ask that you equip us to be effective in ministry, to minister to the needs of the brokenhearted, to minister to the needs of those who are without you, without the promises of Jehovah, so that we can bring the truth of the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Like I said, the Sabbath is a time of worship. And, uh, you know, Romans chapter 12 We actually shared it last night. You know, we go through seasons where you'll hear me saying it literally all the time. But it's very important because (coughs) it talks about our Sabbath rest. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of Elohim's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to Elohim. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed with the renewing of your mind." Then you will be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. We want to get to that place where we understand what worship truly is. When we come into the rest, we're coming to the place of worship of the Father. What are we saying as we come to this place of worship? We're saying six days we are working, six days we're doing our thing, but on the seventh day we cast our cares Onto you father we know that you are able that you will equip us that you will carry us through and it's, it opens this portion in romans 12. therefore i urge you i urge you this is look I'm, I'm urging you will you do this will you walk in this way in the view of elohim's mercy Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Elohim. Offer. We have to do this as a free will. We have to come to the place where we say, it's not just about salvation. Father, thank you for salvation. Thank you that you are my Passover lamb. Thank you that you are my deliverer. Here we are in the place of unleavened bread. And uh, we don't get to eat all the nice challah with our Shabbat meal tonight. And, you know, in the day, we've got to find alternatives to eat. We're making our own unleavened bread today. Well, Hannah did today. It was really tasty, very nice. Um, You know, or you can chew on our cardboard mozza, you know. Um, But, you know... It is a great time. It's also a time where we have done the preparation of our house. We're doing the preparation of the outside environment. Now we're coming to um, Unleavened Bread, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And what we have to go through each day is dealing with the preparation of the heart, how the Father is reigniting the importance of how we are called to walk during this feast. I want to read a little bit in Exodus chapter 16 because it's all part of the coming out of Egypt process. We've just had the deliverance song of Moses in the previous chapter. Uh, of course we've had uh, coming through the Red Sea the miracle that we are called to die Messiah and rise in Him. Hallelujah. And then we have this incredible deliverance song and then all of a sudden something happens. The children of Israel realise, hey, wait a sec, we are out here and we don't have any restaurants. Um, We don't have a market to go to. Uh, How are we going to get our daily provision? How are we going to get through this? And here we are, you know, we are all forced into this place right now where literally millions of people are losing their jobs, finances are drying up all over the place. People who were okay, just getting along fine, then all of a sudden we are being hit with this pandemic that is impacting and affecting so many lives. And it's not easy. It's not easy time as we try to reorganize things. But the reorganization that we are called to do in the Spirit, and this is why I want to share from Exodus chapter 16, is as the children of Israel came out, they were walking into the new. They weren't walking out with this whole plan of how we're going to get through life. Just like when the disciples, on the feeding of the 5,000, they come to Yeshua. Ah, do you know, let the people go so they can go to, not the village, go to the villages around just so they could get fed. That was only 5,000 plus women and children, maybe 30,000 people. But what are we seeing here? We're seeing, you know, uh, a couple of million of people out in the wilderness. You know, how many villages would they need to go to to get fed? (laughs) You know, you're talking about, let my people go. I'm bringing my nation out of the bondage of Egypt. Let my people go. And all of a sudden they're realizing, wait a second, how are we going to survive out here? What does survival look like? Even though they've seen the incredible miracles, the hand of Yahovah with them. So anyway, let's read a little bit of this scripture and just enjoy our way through this chapter. The whole Israelite... Uh, community set out from Elam and came to the desert of Sin which is between Elam and Sinai and on the 15th day of the second month after they had come out of Egypt in the desert the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron the Israelites said to them if only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt there we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted but you have brought us into the desert to starve uh, this entire assembly to death. There was no hope. How, how can God provide? This entire community needs food, needs nourishment, needs help. It was great under slavery in Egypt. We had so much meat. We had everything to sit around and enjoy. Verse 4, then the Lord says to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven. For you. Now, what's the importance of the bread from heaven? It is a representation of the Messiah. He is the bread of life. Hallelujah. I will rain down the bread from heaven. Let me just double check where that scripture is. Uh-huh. Isn't the word good? Don't we enjoy the word of Yahovah just to get in the scriptures? Hallelujah. Okay, it's in verse 30 of John chapter 6. So then, uh, so they asked, um, what miraculous sign will you give that we may see it and believe you? Uh, What will you do? Our forefathers ate manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Yeshua said to them, I tell you the truth, it is not Moshe." who has given you the bread from heaven but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven for the bread that that for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to this world. Hallelujah. He's basically proclaiming, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never hunger. He who believes in me will never be thirsty. Hallelujah. He is the bread of life. He is the manna that has come down from heaven. So verse 4, then Yahovah said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. And that's why we've got to come out each day and spend time in his presence. We need to partake of Messiah. We need to press in and partake of him and receive from his word. Hallelujah. I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. This is an important factor. The Father's testing us. Oh, so you're born again. You're born again of the Spirit. But are you taking time to partake of him are we coming in and eating from him verse 5 on the sixth day they are to prepare what um, what they bring in and that is to be twice as much as they gather on the other days so Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites in the evening uh, you will know that it is Jehovah who brought you up out of Egypt. And in the morning, you will see the glory of Yehovah, because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we that we should grumble, that, uh, that you should grumble against us? Moses also said, you will know that it is the Lord when he gives you meat to eat in the evening and all the bread you want in the morning. Because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we? You are not grumbling against us, but against the Lord. It's amazing how we see the different complaints and uh, the grumbling that goes on. We just talked the other day about the portion in verse 15 where they've got the song of Moses coming out of the deliverance. And all of a sudden it's like, oh no, the war's bitter. What's God going to do? How's he going to give us water to drink? We need something to drink. Hallelujah. Verse 8, Moses also said, no, sorry, we're in verse 9. Then Moses told Aaron, say to the entire Israelite community, come before the Lord, for he has heard your grumbling. While Aaron was speaking uh, to the whole house of, of the Israelite community, they looked towards the desert, and there was the glory of the Lord appearing in the cloud. The Lord says to Moses, I have heard the grumbling of the Israelites tell them that at twilight you will eat meat, and in the morning you will be filled with bread, then you will know that I am the Lord your God. That evening quail came and covered the camp, and, and in the morning There was a layer of dew around the camp. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frost on the ground appeared on the desert floor. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, what is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, it is bread the Lord has given you to eat. That's what I love about the word. The word manna actually means what is it? You know, they didn't even give it a proper name. Let's not call it bread. Let's just call it, what is it? (laughs) That's the name. Manna, what is it? Uh, Moses said to them, It is bread the Lord has given you to eat. This is what Yahovah has commanded. Each one is to gather as much as he needs. Take an omar for each person uh, you have in your tent. The Israelites did as they were told. Some gathered much some little and when they measured it by the omar he who gathered much did not have too much and he who gathered little did not have too little each one gathered as much as he needed then moses said to them no one is to keep any of it until the morning however some of them paid no attention to moses they kept part of it until morning but it was full of maggots and began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. We don't need to keep, uh, you know, what we are receiving for today. We don't want to live today on yesterday's manner. We want to receive fresh manner from heaven each day. So let's come into his presence and receive from him. Um, Verse 21, each morning everyone gathered as much as he needed And when the sun grew hot, it melted away. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much, two omers for each person. And the leaders of the community came and reported this to Moshe. He said to them, this is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow is to be a day of rest, a holy Sabbath to Yahovah." So bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil. Save whatever is left and keep it until morning. So they saved it until morning as Moses commanded and it did not stink or get maggots in it. Eat it today, Moses said, because today is the Sabbath to Yehovah. You will not find any of it on the ground today. Six days you are to gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will will not be any." Nevertheless, some of the people, can you imagine that? On the seventh day, there will not be many. None none of this issue about what day it is and trying to work out what day it is. were in this cycle where you knew you had to count the days. And on the sixth days, gather that double. So on the seventh, you had that provision. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather it, but they found none. Then Yahuwah said to Moshe, how long will you... He refuse to keep my commands and my instructions. Bear in mind that the Lord has given you the Sabbath. That is why on the sixth day, he gives you bread for two days. Everyone is to stay where he is on the seventh day. No one is to go out. So the people rested on the seventh day. And what's important about the rest on the seventh day? It's a sign of our dependence Upon him. It's a time where we stop and we say, Father, we are dependent on you. We love you. We know that you are able. This is the seventh day. We can rest on you. And you do more behind the scenes than we see in the open. Verse 31. The people of Israel called the bread manna. It was white like um. um Coriander seed and tasted like wafers made with honey. Moses says, This is what the Lord has commanded take an omer of manna and keep it for the generations to come, so they can see the bread I give you to eat in the desert when I brought you out of Egypt. So Moses said to Aaron, Take a jar and put an omer of manna in it, then place it before the Lord. To be kept for the generations to come, as the Lord commanded Moses, Aaron put the manna in front of the testimony that it might be kept. The Israelites ate manna forty years until they came to the land that was uh, the land that was settled. They ate manna until they reached the border of Canaan, and Omar is one tenth of a ephah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a testimony. And my encouragement today is that we just come to the place where we recognize the importance of taking time out. What do we need from the Father today? You know, think about all the things that you want to do, all the things that you want to achieve, and if you could just get moving and and do your stuff, what could you get done? Well, just lay all that aside. Just set all that aside. What I love about this time The Sabbath is just to come aside in His presence, to listen, to receive from Him, and to be devoted to Him. And the Sabbaths encourage me, they strengthen me. Uh, I've been in ministry for many years, and I tell you, we used to think we were keeping the Sabbath. Oh, you know, whatever day you want to be the Sabbath, that could be your Sabbath, you know. If you minister on the weekends, you know, have your Monday, your day of rest on Monday. That never happened. You're always running about doing something else or whatever. But now walking in the Torah and having uh, his commands restored to my life and transformed to enter into his rest is an amazing thing. It's such a blessing to stop and enter into his rest. So no matter what time zone you're watching from today, Um, I just want to encourage you, don't be concerned about all the things you have to do. Don't fill up your schedule on a Sabbath, but just come aside and rest in Him. It's part of our worship. It's part of our time to recognize that we can do nothing without the Father's hand upon our lives. We need the Messiah to manifest His glory within us our lives. Well, what was the purpose of uh, uh, the manor? The father, what did he say he was doing? He says, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. And, you know, what are we coming up to here? You know, we're coming up to a few chapters away from the betrothal for the marriage in Exodus chapter 19. And then we have the marriage takes place In Exodus chapter 20, when Israel marries uh, um, Yehovah, hallelujah, Israel marries the Messiah, Yeshua, that's who gets married at Mount Sinai, hallelujah. Shalom Linda, good to see you, thanks for joining with us, hallelujah. So anyway, it's great to see you all come together, it's just a short word tonight of encouragement that uh, we go through uh, tonight and tomorrow with what purpose? To say, Father, we are dependent on you. And Father, I know there's people who are in very difficult situations right now, especially when they've got, if they've got family members that are not well, family members being taken into hospital. We're starting to get comments and communication coming in of those uh, who have relatives with the coronavirus. And we just stand in the gap with you right now, and we just proclaim, Father, we are dependent upon you. We worship you, and we ask you to bring healing to our family members, protection to our family members, that uh, all sore throats, all fevers will go. We just release the healing power of Yeshua, and we ask you to deliver us and protect us against this plague that's going across the nations of the world hallelujah right so i'm just going to have a look at some comments here Uh, thank you father just looking high if you've got prayer requests just want to encourage you post your prayer request on the comments and just over the sabbath we'll just take time just to Uh, interact with each other and uh, I will also lift up those in prayer with the comments that come in so it's a short message tonight just an encouragement encourage you to read Exodus chapter 16 just the importance of realizing John chapter 6 that Yeshua is the bread that has been sent from heaven that's the fulfillment of Exodus chapter 16, verse 4, then Yahovah said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven. We have to partake of him. So let's enjoy the Sabbath and partake of him. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, keep connected with us. Um, We've got great things going on as we are praying on how we can help people in crisis in the midst of what uh, this nation is going through with the coronavirus. Um, So you can connect with us at bulldozerfaith.com. If you are blessed financially and want to support and looking to support a ministry, I encourage you to support us. We need monthly donors. Uh, you can uh, give an offering to the ministry at uh, buildthoseoffaith.com forward slash give. If you're getting ready for first fruit offerings as well, you can give at the same location and just say for first fruit offerings and send us a note. And we just... Uh, pray over that as well we will be sharing on sunday a little bit on first fruits hallelujah and the importance of first fruits so be blessed be encouraged to enter in these rest of course if you're in australia you are way ahead of us new zealand i uh, hope you've had a blessed uh, sabbath you're probably still in a bit of sabbath right now and uh, we look forward to catching up with you all tomorrow uh, early evening shabbat shalom be blessed hallelujah amen